Channel Attitude subscribers, we will be rolling out an upgrade to our site in the near future to improve site performance and your experience. So sometime within the next few weeks, you will receive an email requesting you to recreate your password for the upgraded site. To ensure this email doesn't go to your spam folder, please whitelist info at channelattitude.com. That's info at channelattitude.com. RSS feed URLs may change for some of you. If that happens, you can grab the new one in your dashboard when the upgrade goes live. Your feedback and suggestions have helped shape this upgrade, so keep those coming in the future. And again, the email is info at channelattitude.com to whitelist or add to your address book. Be on the lookout for that email over the next few weeks. This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Joker's Mustache. I am Vince Russo. This is the great R.D., who is also magnanimous. What's going on, R.D.? I'm just hanging out with my buddy Vince Russo. Do you know what today? It's still does it still feel weird to you? That nah, I love you, bro. You're, you're a brother of mine now. We're such kindred spirits. Absolutely. Listen, do you know what today is? Absolutely, I know what today is. Today is Burt Ward Robin's seventy eighth birthday. Bro, seventy eight. Yes. Can you freaking believe that, bro? 78, bro. Mm-hmm. 78 years young. How does it feel for you, bro, knowing that, you know, you and I watch this show every single week? Yep. Uh, how does how does it feel for you that he is now a 78-year-old man? That he's one of the few remaining cast members? Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty pretty spectacular that he's still around, still kicking. Yeah, well, listen, happy birthday today to the great, great, great Burt Ward and many, many, many more. And we are going to be talking about him a lot today Yes, as we look at Flop Goes the Joker. Do you know who's who else has Sly. a birthday today? Sly. Sly. Yes. And Sly is one year younger yes than robin unbelievable bro unbelievable two uh two uh men uh that have i mean literally had a great influence on uh, on my life that that is an absolute shoot so it's 78 can he still be classified as the boy wonder i think he will always be the boy wonder will he be the senior wonder no let's just say he's still the boy wonder at heart at heart he's still the boy wonder Yes. We'll, we'll allow that to happen. Okay. Yes. So let's look at part two of Flop Goes the Joker. Flop Goes the Joker, original air date, Thursday, March 23rd, 1967. Your number one song in the U.S. of A. Happy Together by the Turtles. Yes. Great song. Great song. I know it's me and you and you and me. Are no we happy together? Post the dice. Absolutely. What was that? I said, are we happy together? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. 
So we get the recap. The narrator tells us, when we last saw Robin, the artful Joker, the artful Joker, had him hung on a giant bat mobile, that's what it says, along with dozens of giant palette knives about to slice him to slivers with Bruce Wayne securely tied to a nearby chair like this in the monstrous 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 room of Joker Studio in one moment we'll find out whether Robin's saved or shaved yes so we get the escape Robin is panicking as Bruce is tied to the chair Bruce flip he he puts he gets his chair down on the thing and he says if i can just stop the governor we can oh, i can save you now when he said <clears throat> if i can just get to the governor did you have any clue what he was talking about zero zero did you i did not i thought he was <clears throat> you know going to make a phone call or something but the governor on this contraption is a thing that kind of gets it all running like, so if he can like the like the brains sure absolutely Okay, okay. Except the brain is just this thing that kind of goes around in a circle. Right. So, uh, he goes and he puts his uh, shoulder into it and blocks it. Uh, This stops the contraption. Robin is able to loosen his bonds. And then he takes one of the, the swords that's swinging around, takes those, and he cuts Bruce free as well. Which so I'm that, not sure exactly how he did that because it was pretty obvious to me that the swords were made out of rubber. Well, yeah, maybe okay. the, maybe the maybe the ropes were made out of paper mache. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's true. Robin says that was close. Not much room for error. And Bruce says, from now on, all the errors are on the Joker. We're going to go prepare a little surprise for him. <clears throat> we go to the lair. Joker is celebrating that Robin's going to be dead and he's going to be rich with all their paintings. Now, baby Jane Towser is there and we've talked a lot about her. She actually, the volume went from like an 11 down to about a nine and a half. Yeah. So you think she was mellowed down a bit in this episode? Eh, Maybe a little bit. Yeah. And she's like, I well, I want to be untied. And so Joker's like, okay. He says, the Joker is nothing if not magnanimous. Yes. Do you know what magnanimous means? I do not. It means generous or forgiving, especially towards a rival or less powerful person. Got you. So there's another one that wants to be untied as well. Because Joker has these these women that are tied up, uh, that are millionaires, and uh, she says she she's a little heavy set. I'm just repeating things here. I'm just a reporter, so don't throw me and and say I'm a terrible person or mm. whatever. Okay, she wants to be untied as well, but because she's heavy, the Joker says. And I quote, 
<laughs> my generosity does not extend to overweight matrons, madam. <laughs> Tremendous. Tremendous. Baby Jane's not happy with this and says, Joker, that's not very nice. And he says, well, we artists are not opposed to be nice. Right. We're, we're not required to be nice. Right. We're only required to be talented. So Joker's like, I'm going to go check on Robin. And, and they go past the activator switch, which has, did you catch the settings on the activator switch? I did, but I didn't write them down. Oh! What were they? Uh, the activator had two settings to swing around and chop people up. One setting was off. The other setting was hamburger. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, yes. Joker sees what he what appears to be blood all over the walls. He is absolutely thrilled. But then Robin comes out. Joker's like, look at all this magnificent, beautiful red blood the boy Wonder had. Robin pops out and says, has Joker. That's not my blood. That's some of your red paint. My... This is a quote. My beautiful, beautiful red blood is still inside me. What an odd line. What an, a very odd line. My beautiful red blood. Yeah. Is very still inside me. Very odd. No, yes. To you. I, I, it was such an odd line. I'm not even going to point out that if, if it was inside him, it would not be red because it turns red whenever it is exposed to oxygen. Yes. That's why very. your veins are like purple purple yes yes so i wrote fight and then i wrote no bruce and robin throw swords at the goons which trap them right joker panics he's like i'm out of here i ain't hanging out for this fight with these guys so he runs in and he starts sweet talking baby jane says those those Philistines in there, they're they're intending to do me bodily harm. You gotta stand by me. And she's like, after I tie or excuse me, after you tied me up and tried to steal my art collection, but I and, and he's like, No, 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 no. I couldn't I couldn't help myself. Dear, I'm an artist. I have a desire for things beautiful. Beauty's irresistible to me, and that's that's why I'm so attracted to you. I'm so attracted to you. And she's like, Really? And he goes, oh, I, I I, I, swear to it on a stack of blue boys. I don't know what that means, but she she, she bought into it. Bro, see, this was troublesome because you weren't able to research this or anything? A stack of blue boys? Yeah. Entertain bro, the people. Bro, do you boys. know, bro, in the, in the 80s, 90s maybe, Blue Boy magazine was exactly what it sounded like. Right. So that threw me off because I'm like, what was Blue Boys in the 60s? I do not know. I don't know if those were like cards that you would get. You know what something. you know what Blue Boy magazine was in the 80s I, and 90s, right? I, I, I don't know the Blue Boy magazine. Well, yeah, Cindy Lauper yeah. sang about it. Yeah, that's uh and Shebop. Yeah, wow. I'm in one of my favorite albums of all time, man. And you didn't know that? I, it didn't come to me as quickly as it did you. Yeah, I just said I 
in a blue boy magazine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Picture in the pen in the magazine. I don't know about you guys. I kind of want to just sit back and listen to Vince Russo sing the best of Cindy Lauper for the next Bro, what, 45 what minutes. My, why does my next note here say fight? And then my next note says baby Jane horse face. See, now that was not something that was not something that he is reporting. That is an opinion. So if you want to get upset with anyone, Go uh, ahead. I this just report may be, what, this, what is said. This may be my first negative. Um, I can't. We'll, we'll get to her. We will get to her. We do get a fight. Do you know, bro, you want to pop? On social media, the subject somehow got brought. Oh, oh I, I remember. You know that Chris Chris Van Vliet, that guy, that, that interviewer? I've heard his name. He did an interview with Dave Meltzer. And he literally said to Dave Meltzer, how is it possible that Kurt Angle never had a five-star match? Okay. Of which which Dave Meltzer said, well, he's had many four- and three-quarter matches, and that's the same thing. Okay. And Chris Valid actually said, no, it's not the same thing. So anyway... The topic of discussion was Dave Meltzer rating wrestling matches. Okay. And somehow somebody came back at me. Are you ready for this one? Okay. Well, uh, don't you and that partner of yours rate the Batman episodes? Oh. <laughs> How is No, only God? the women on there. Yeah, I, that's, I did say that, but I had to be careful the way I said that. I said, mm-hmm. how in God's name can you can you compare the – we are rating a fictitious television show. Mm-hmm. How can – where, where do you see the connection between the two? Anyway. Here's the thing that I don't understand. Yes. <clears throat> and I have discovered long ago, and I'm trying to impart this knowledge to my son. Yes. Don't worry about ratings. Don't. Don't worry about ratings. If it's if it's for entertainment. If it was something like where you were paid to get to a certain rating level or whatever mm-hmm. in a past life, mm-hmm. that's one thing. If it's something where I am going to go see a movie, I am going to listen to an album, I'm going to, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to watch a wrestling match. I, you shouldn't care what someone else's opinion, what their rating is, especially if it's something where it's it's a quarter star out of a five, seven star, whatever it is thing. Okay, let, let, let me ask you a question. Who cares? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You're, you're all set to go see the new Indiana Jones. Absolutely. And I did. All- Okay, all you hear, not not just one, but all you're hearing and all you're seeing are negative reviews across the board. I didn't. Doesn't fade. I didn't. No, 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 no. Oh, you saw some positive reviews? No, no, no. I refuse. I refuse to read any reviews, 
listen to you. any reviews. Good for you. Watch any reviews Good until I go and see something myself. You're smart. Afterwards, I'll go and see. You're very smart because I'll be honest with you, bro. I was reading so many negative reviews on that movie that I made the decision to not go see it. And and you know what? You're probably not the only one. And yeah. and uh, to be fair, I very much enjoyed that movie. But here here's the only thing, bro. Here here's the only problem. I I I agree with what you're saying to an extent. Mm-hmm. Here's the only problem, bro. It ain't cheap to go to the movies today. Okay. So it's, you it, know, it, it's, and I will I will say something to that. But go ahead. So if you're going to make that investment to go mm-hmm. to the movies and you're just reading everywhere, this is not a good movie. What okay. comes into play is, ah, do I really want to spend the money to go see it, or can I just wait till they stream it? Sure, right? Of course. Yeah. Okay, you can. That's not how I choose to live my life. I choose to live my life by, does this look interesting to me? Okay. Especially like a wrestling match. Because the wrestling match, the, the reviews are always afterwards. You know, if you're, I mean, unless you're, unless you're watching it on delay or something, and I never, ever watch. I, I can count on one hand the number of times I've ever watched matches on delay and, and watched it because someone said this is really good or this is really bad. But as a rule, but but I'm telling you, you get you get so much more enjoyment. I agree with you out of life, I not just you. out of out of a movie. It's not going to skew whatever. You get much more enjoyment out. Of, Batman's perfect example. When Batman versus Superman came out, Batman v Superman, okay, it got horrible reviews. Right. Okay. I never read those reviews until after I watched it. I enjoyed it. And still to this day, I still enjoy it. What other people think, that's great. And I may respect them. And I may go, yeah, you know what? That's an interesting point. Yeah, that was a plot hole. They could have addressed this better. But at the end of the day, it's, do I like it? Do I not like it? I I like that approach. Like I said, the only difference with me is when it involves money. Well, Then it's completely different. Okay. But as far as... Re- especially wrestling right matches, i agree yep, okay yeah yep. every person and this includes dave and includes whoever else does Star it's all Rays, subjective or whatever it's all subjective. Well, of course it is right of course it is and, and i saw some place where people were like oh well he rated these japanese matches much higher right he enjoys that type of it's no different than what type of movie do you like you know, I if I were to go and watch uh, horror movies, I wouldn't rate them as high because it's not my genre. I don't have anything against people to do. He, he, but I've seen some horror movies that I really liked. I love the original Halloween. Yeah, but as a rule, well, that's that's not my that's not my jam, and it's I'm not going to be as uh, invested in it. See, bro, I think here's the issue with Meltzer. Here's a phrase you'll never hear, hear Meltzer say. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the issue. You will never, ever hear Meltzer say, in my opinion. <clears throat> he he states... I don't, like, I, I don't know that's true, but... He states everything matter-of-factly like his opinion 
is the only opinion and the right opinion. That See, I, I think I know that's why I have issues with him, because when I say something, I am always, in my opinion, that's my opinion. In my opinion, baby Jane is a horse face. That is my opinion. You may look at it completely different. That, not him. When he says something is a five-star match, then he believes it should be a five-star match for everybody. That's Great. Smart. But, but again, what I advise people to do, you're right. It's though. great you're, if you yeah. want if you want to look at you want to look at Dave's ratings. It's fine. He's a, he's very well respected journalist. I have no no qualms with Dave. Obviously, he I had dinner with him. I've had dinner with you. Yeah, you know, I, and it's all and it's all good. And people have different opinions. But if you're basing everything on, I'm not going to enjoy this. Right, Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar match as much. Because Dave Meltzer gave it four and three quarter stars versus five stars, right? But right. then you need to you need to do a little self anal- analysis yes. as to how what you want to think I about agree. that. I yeah. agree with you. Okay, let's get back to Baby Jane Horseface. So that's really rude. Bruce and Dick win quickly, but Bruce because it's Bruce. He says, "Well, ah." I had to let those guys get in some shots on me. We don't want these crooks to make any connection between Bruce Wayne and Batman. And Robin's like, well, it's a tough way to throw him off the off the scent. And fortunately, Bruce goes as he's holding his literally holding his jaws. Yeah. Fortunately, I'm in good condition. <laughs> but we still need to round up the leader of these artistic failures. So we go to the lair. Joker is he's still begging baby Jane. He says, I did this all for art. <clears throat> he notes, she looks at, she says to him, your paintings are impressive. Certainly not the work of any ordinary mind. Robin and Bruce come barging in. And... Joker says, watch out, that juvenile delinquent has no appreciation for fine art. At this point, baby Jane is on Joker's side. She starts defending the Joker. She says, he's just a misguided artist, Robin. He's like, we're going to re-guide him straight back (laughs) to the prison. Yes. But she points out. Paintings haven't been delivered. Therefore, Joker hasn't stolen anything. Right. Further, I'm not going to press charges. <clears throat> and and they look around the room, and she says, as for them, these other millionaires, they're all worn out from climbing the social ladder. While, uh, while I alone, with my filthy rich daddy's money, and prestige am in a position to keep them from reaching the top. At this point, the overweight woman who Joker insulted also said she's not going to press charges for I do not know why. But Robin says, well, Bruce will, Bruce Wayne will press charges. Bruce is standing right next to him. He says, doesn't matter. Bruce isn't climbing a social ladder. He was, he was born. On top of the social ladder. To which Bruce says. 
Yes, I am reasonably secure socially. Yes. However, if Baby Jane thinks Joker is misguided, then I must defer to her judgment. Yes. Robin and I have the exact same thought. Dude, that was stupid. Yeah. She says, you're a sweetie, Brucey. Now I have my own very own artist to play with. Joker says, I'm at your command, my dear. And she once more calls him a big old hunk of genius. Joker says, ta-ta, boy bungler. And tell your chicken-hearted partner, if I ever catch him on the street, I'll run him out of town. So Joker's playing tough guy now because Batman's nowhere, nowhere, nowhere to be seen. They untie the girls. And we get another talk with Bruce and Robin. Is Batman ever going to show up? Yeah. He has not been on either of these episodes. He has to have been on these episodes for what? A total of five minutes, maybe? Yeah. Yep. Yep. We then go to... I I just have to recite what the narrator said. The handsome mansion of baby Jane's filthy rich father. Now, I love the terminology here because you have <coughs> stately Wayne Manor, and this is the handsome mansion. Yes. You have millionaire Bruce Wayne, and you have filthy rich father. Yes. So... Question for you. What would you rather be? A millionaire or filthy rich? A 1966 millionaire or filthy 1966 millionaire? Millionaire, there's more more, more cachet uh, to that than being filthy rich. So you don't think that being, you don't think being filthy rich means you have more in the bank than if you're a millionaire? Not necessarily, because if you're a millionaire, you're filthy rich. They're at the handsome mansion of baby Jane's filthy rich father in the dining room. <laughs> Joker is eating. Jane tells Joker, eat up. You got to regain your strength. <clears throat> we then get this exchange, which completely turned me to baby Jane's side. Before we get to that though, can we point one thing out? <laughs> yeah. What well, you talk I could talk for hours about okay, we, this we got, meal there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because, you know, bro, we, we've got to point out that Joker is eating pieces of chicken. Yes. They, they look like, like today, it would be <clears throat> like if you went to like Boston Market. Yes. We've talked about Boston Market on the show. Yeah, before. here's the problem. Rotisserie chicken. He's here's, the pro- here's the problem, though, bro. Here's the problem. Why is he eating this? You know the chicken is greasy. You can see it's greasy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why is he eating the chicken with his gloves on? <clears throat> it, well, right, because it's so greasy. The The chicken, is kids, is not fried chicken. It looks like a rotisserie or like a baked chicken. But they are pieces. Imagine, you know, you go to KFC and you get the drumstick, you get the wing, you get the thigh, you get all these chicken pieces, okay? <clears throat> He's eating these these. They're not coated or anything. He's literally just eating this stuff yeah, and yeah. just pitching it yeah. left and right. But is he going to walk around with greasy gloves now? All I'd day? like to think he has extra gloves. I hope so, because that was disturbing to me, you know? <laughs> she, 
<laughs> she tells Joker to eat up so he can regain his strength. And then we get this dialogue. <laughs> he says, I could, sc- I could exist, Baby Jane, on two grapes and a thimble of water. But my muse, my muse is starving. And she just goes, more chicken for the Joker's muse. <laughs> Which I, I better rewound that 10 times. And I laughed harder every single time. Yeah. And she, like I said earlier, she had turned that volume down to like yeah. a nine and a half. She cranked it up to about a 23. Yes. It was yes. the greatest line. I howled. I want to go yeah. watch it again right now. So she asked Joker, where do you get the ideas for your painting? As he continues to eat this chicken in this kind of gross manner. And he's just throwing it. All of a sudden he goes, my muse, my muse. And he says, we need to clear the table. So instead of politely bussing it, you know, like you would take things off. They literally, he and his cronies just knock everything off the table. There's chicken flying everywhere. <laughs> and he says, <clears throat> he, he uh, you know, the, the best part is there's also a butler there. The, the I'm sure it's a filthy, filthy rich father's version of Alfred. And he's watching them just knock all this crap over. And he is just grimacing. And this grimacing dude, in pain. This butler is covered in age spots. Oh, yes. And about 94 years old. Oh, yes. 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 And and so at this point, <laughs> Joker and his guys just start throwing paint, wet paint all over the tables. Right. <clears throat> Jane's like, no, no, no. This is a priceless table. You're destroying it. And she goes, and, and Joker says, I'm not destroying it. I'm creating Look at it this way. You're not losing a table. You're gaining a masterpiece. Yes. We go to the Bat Cave. Batman. It, I don't even know how long it's been since we've seen Batman on this Batman TV show. He finally shows up. <clears throat> He's happy because you'll remember uh, at the start of the last episode, Joker had thrown some paint on his his Batman uniform, so it was all covered with with paint. He comes out, and he and Alfred's there, and he's thanking him for getting the stain out of his uniform. And I wrote, "Batman fondles himself in a very lewd manner." Did you not catch that? Where he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Alfred says, good. I, I'm glad it looks good. I'm, I can return on uh, work on returning the signs to the bat poles. So Batman and Robin try to determine where what Joker's next move is. Robin notes, it's going to be really hard to figure this out because Joker is, and I quote, a kook. A kook. That's another word that needs to be added in the current vocabulary. Kook. We, we need to get kook back in play. Yes. Agreed. Kook. Yes. Says the criminal mind. Batman uh, decides to wax philosophical as he is wont to do. 
The criminal mind, erratic as it is, nevertheless has certain characteristic patterns. <clears throat> For instance, the Joker has started a artistic caper. He's going to continue it, and and uh, Robin points out, yeah, and he, he, you know, now he's got Baby Jane Towser helping him, and he says, yes, I'm afraid he's completely bamboozled that poor girl. I'm sure he'll try to use her. Bamboozled, also one of my favorite words. I, yeah, I use good it at word. least good once word, a week. Yes. We go back to the handsome mansion. Joker uh, is selling baby Jane on how she can tell her grandkids she witnessed a turning point in the history of art. He's like, hey, these, these items, they should be in the Louvre or the Gotham City Museum. At which Baby Jane says, it's already filled up. Joker's like, and with what? A lot of dusty relics of the past. Outworn, outmoded. No, we'll go down there tonight, replace those old relics with my with my new paintings. She protests a bit, but of course, Joker, he's very, he's able to talk her into things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he talks her into it. And he says, that's all settled. I happen to know your filthy rich daddy has a special founder's key to the Towser wing of the museum. And you, and she's like, well, I don't know if we should do this. And he goes, do you want me, your genius, to find a, another inspiration? And she's like, no, Joker. I must always be your inspiration. <laughs> he says, great. Go get daddy's key, yeah. loud mouth. <clears throat> we go back to the Batcave. Gordon calls, says, we're really concerned. Joker has been too quiet. O'Hara butts in, and Gordon turns the phone. So Gordon's on the phone like this. O'Hara's there, and instead of handing the phone and going like this, oh, okay, O'Hara has something to say. He takes the phone, he turns it like this, (laughs) and says, you know, go ahead. And he says, that larcenous phony has something under his hat besides his head. So Batman says O'Hara's right, but they want to, and you'll never guess what they want to do, what Batman and Robin want to do. Let us handle it by ourselves. <laughs> How many episodes in a row now have they told the police? And it's more and more. It's more and Absolutely. more. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Batman, but this time Batman has a thing. He's like, you know, let me handle it by myself, especially because Joker has been spreading ugly rumors about me. And and they're like, whatever, whatever you think is best, but no one could believe for a second. You're afraid of that cackling cut purse. Cut purse. Yeah, that I, 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 I definitely circle that cut purse. It is a pickpocket or a thief. Okay, fair enough. Batman tells O'Hara, don't worry, we have something in our pockets beside our hands. <clears throat> and over to the side, Alfred is hes doing some painting. That will come into play. We go to the Gotham City Museum. Joker has his paintings in place now. And baby Jane is thrilled to show the world what an inspiration she is. She's like, what are you going to do with all these old paintings? And he's like, 
We're, they're going straight to the dump. They're not worth anything. Of course, they are worth right. everything. And now he has these, these priceless paintings. <clears throat> so he's going to sell them from his old studio. So we do go to the Joker Art Institute <clears throat> and layer of artistic instruction. Joker is thrilled to have all the paintings. And at this point now, Baby Jane, with no explanation, nothing. She's literally gagged. He probably got tired of her incessant screaming. I would think so, yes. <clears throat> yes, I wrote, uh, actually, I, I had abbreviated B, Baby Jane to BJ. And my notes say, BJ gagged. That's <laughs> why they don't, I'm glad these notes aren't published anywhere. Very nice. <clears throat> and so she says, why, why, why am I tied up after all I've done for you? I've been your biggest booster. And he says, friendship ends when real felony finally <laughs> takes over. Great line. Great line. <clears throat> so Joker calls Gordon's office. They are, O'Hara and Gordon are in the office. They're asleep. What time is it that they are asleep? <laughs> it, I mean, it's like 7 o'clock at night, right? Are we in agreement yeah. on that? Yeah. So... Gordon jokes, or excuse me, Joker commends. Gordon, good job working nights, buddy. <clears throat> he goes, you know what? I'm going to offer you the, the Renaissance collection from the Gotham City Museum. And he's like, you're not going to give me something for free? He goes, no, it'll be $10 million. Right. So he's on the phone with, Joker's on the phone with Gordon. And so Batman sneaks in behind Joker. And there's another phone. In the room. So Joker's on the phone. He's talking to Gordon. Picks up Batman, picks up the phone quietly. There's also a. <laughs> this was funny. <clears throat> and I, I think this would have had to have been an ad lib. They had a little statue of Joker's head. Okay. Where Batman came and was on the phone. Yeah. And Batman just kind of looks at it and he just takes it. And he turns it around so it was facing the wall yeah. instead of facing, you know, what was going to happen. Yeah. Which I thought, oh, that had to have been an ad lib. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So Gordon says, Batman's going to get you, Joker. And Joker's like, that cowardly creep. He's so scared of me. He doesn't dare come out of his bat cape. So Batman then gets on the phone. And, and Joker's like, oh, are you, you, in, you hiding in Gordon's office? Is that what you're doing, Batman? And he says, you better stay inside, Bat Boob. Because if I catch you outside, I'm going to pin your pointed ears back. I Do love you. Hear? I love the if, if I catch you outside. No. This is the second time. Batman tricks I never. This, this is the joke. This is admitting the, that he has stolen all the paintings. This is the uh, Joker. Joker is thrilled, but then stops and gets very, very worried. Bro, can you hear me? Hold Excuse me. He pulled the What? Can you hear me? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Can you hear me? You cut out for a second. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Because I was trying to. Uh, I was trying to say something. You weren't oh, like. I don't think you were hearing go me. Go ahead. You cut out for like a second. Go you ahead. can hear me now. Good. Yes, just fine. I, I just, I, bro. This is the second time I. The, the if I catch you outside. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, this is badass joke. Like this is he was Joker, bro. I love this. He was. He's like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I ain't you afraid outside. of you. Yeah, yeah. Right, I mean, it was really weird, you know. He's, yeah. He, he, oh, he's you know gonna pin his he's gonna pin his pointed ears back. Do you hear? Yes. It? So Batman does trick Joker. He's like, what's this I hear about stolen paintings? Joker's like, oh yeah, I got all these paintings. Ain't nothing you can do about it. And then all of a sudden, Joker gets this look. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. And you can tell he knows he's just cooked his own goose. Because one, he is admitted to these stolen paintings. And secondly, he gets very concerned. He peels back the covering on one of the paintings. <clears throat> and it's a... I guess you would call it almost a children's painting. Yes. And at the very bottom, the byline says, Alfred. Yes. It was a great, great, great reveal. Yes, yes. Joker is furious. He says, you cape clot pole, which I have no idea. I think that's a word Cesar Romero just made up. Yes. He goes, you switch paintings on me. These are nothing but kindergarten drawings. Batman says, naturally, even a kindergarten mind could have anticipated your every move. That was absolutely fantastic. Because if you remember the last episode, Batman, or excuse me, Joker and Bruce were going back and forth about, you know, uh, how, you know, a painting looks like, I can't remember if it was a three-year-old or a seven-year-old or whatever. Remember that in the last episode? So again, they're going back to, this is like kindergarten work, and you are a kindergartner, Joker. Yeah. So this time, Batman gets it. I loved that. I absolutely loved it. Joker says, look, dude, Joker's getting furious because his plot's been foiled, and Batman's, like, now insulting him. Joker says, if you were here right now, <laughs> I would pound you to a pulp. Yes. And so at this point, Batman... Hangs up with the phone, and he says, well, start pounding. <laughs> Joker, that was so fantastic. Then we get the fight. Hold on, was- bro. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Bro, I don't know if you got this or not. So Robin shows up out of nowhere. And it's clearly the other dude, and they don't even care anymore. Oh, yeah, of course. They don't even care. Like, we get Robin's grand entrance, and it's, what's the dude's name? Victor Paul. Clearly. Oh, yeah, of course. We don't even care anymore. (laughs) It's all good. Tremendous. (laughs) So, we get this fight. Yeah. And it's amazing because, for a lot of reasons. But one is... Joker has never hung up on Gordon and O'Hara. So they're in Gordon's office and they're just listening to this fight. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, loving it. Loving it. Amazing. We get goons jumping off tables. Yeah. We get the three stooges with they're accidentally hitting each other. Batman in, in back to back split second screens. Batman grabs a vase with flowers in it that he is going to hit 
the dude with. And he takes the flowers out of the vase, hits the guy on the head. The guy collapses like this, like he's a dead man. And then Batman puts flowers on his corpse. (laughs) Then, just when I thought this cannot get any, possibly any better. Robin, literally the next thing you see is Robin's fighting this guy. And he just goes, and the guy goes, and Robin punches him right in the face. Yeah. It was this, I I had to make a animated gif of that and I posted on social. This, it was just tremendous. Yeah. Just tremendous. In the mean, in the middle of the fight, Joker's like, I'm, I'm out of here. I, I need some cash. I got to get some cash quick so I can hide out for a few months. Uh, he goes, what I'm going to do is I am going to go, I'm going to go to Wayne Manor. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to, I'm going to rob Wayne Manor. Yeah. While they're, uh, while they're flattening my mm. flunkies, I'm going to yes. make my escape. And, and he will be able to get even with that rich fink for yes. quitting my kidnap, uh, for ruining the kidnap caper this morning. Oh, cause yeah. Remember he, he did not, he does not know, obviously, Batman and Bruce Wayne are the same, but they're they're having all kinds of problems. So right. we go to Wayne Manor, and Batman's figured out he's he's got to be going to Wayne Manor. Joker and Baby Jane show up, and Alfred answers the door, and he's like, "Where's the location of the safe?" And Alfred says, "And I quote, my duties do not include aiding and abetting thievery." Right. <clears throat> Joker then pulls a gun on Baby Jane. That's getting serious. <laughs> right. And he says, <clears throat> so Alfred brings him into the living room where Aunt Harriet is knitting. Hopefully she was knitting a new bra. That's all <laughs> I'll say because she's all over the map on this show. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Alfred says, okay, he's like, where's the painting? Where's the painting? Where's the painting? He's like, the painting's behind the safe. So they're sitting on the couch. He goes and he looks behind the safe. Of course, there's nothing there. And then we get a fencing fight. Tremendous. <clears throat> Alfred has... Is, Do you remember is, this at all? I remember the end of this episode. Not yes. the fencing. <clears throat> I did not remember the fencing. I did not either. I did not either. <clears throat> and Joker says, You Anglo-fink, I'll smash you to smidgens. And... Alfred says, may I point out that smidgens, smidgens is a childish effusion which should have no place even so in so poor a vocabulary as yours. I couldn't even get all that out. <laughs> Alfred was amazing. Yes. Alfred wins the fight. He wins the fencing fight. But Joker makes a run for it. And this is what I remembered for the last... However many years since I saw this, 70 years, 50 years, okay? He runs, Joker runs into Bruce's study. Alfred follows him. Joker knocks the head off of Shakespeare. And right there is the is the button, right? Mm-hmm. So that he can, they can activate the bat pulse. It pulls away the, the secret panel. <clears throat> There's the bat pulse. So Joker hits it, exposes the bat pulse, However, the bat poles, as we learned the last episode, they they're being repainted. Not so labeled. Have any of the information? It doesn't yes. say 
Bruce. It doesn't say uh, Dick. It doesn't say anything. Yeah. It just and Joker's just like it's a secret passage. This is my getaway. <clears throat> so he goes down the bat pole. Joker does, but Alfred hits the upper bat pole elevator and shoots him back up before he gets to the bat cave. Joker hits his head on top of the thing and he said, Someone get me off of this crazy dumb waiter. I can't breathe. <laughs> At this point, Batman and Robin have shown up. And Batman says, Joker says he can't breathe, Alfred. Could you give him some more breathing space? And Alfred says, with pleasure, sir. And so he drops him back down and and the and and they bounce him up and down in one of my favorite moments ever. Tremendous. He, <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. And Robin, and this, again, it all ties in. It's Joker is going down pole. Robin says, it's lucky you didn't get around to washing our other costumes, or Joker may have found himself in a bat costume. Yeah. It all ties together. Tremendous. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I loved it so much that I'm going to forgive them making us think the bat cave was 40 miles below the surface <laughs> and that Joker would not have seen the bat phone sitting on the desk right next to the Shakespeare statue. Yes. It's all, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So we do go back to the living room and Harriet tells uh, baby Jane, look, it's not your fault. Anyone could have been misled by Joker's slick talk. At this point, baby Jane literally screams but i was so gullible mrs cooper says it'll be a long time before anyone catches me in a a, a art gallery and batman says it'll be even a longer time for the joker we go back to the study joker is still bouncing up and down on the on the bat pole alfred's there and joker's literally begging he's like alfred old pal please, (laughs) please have pity Alfred says, I'm sorry, we Anglo Finks, because that's what Joker had just called him. We Anglo Finks have a long memory. So he just bounces him up and down, bounce, bounce, bounce. And as he's doing so, Alfred says, I really shouldn't take pleasure in another creature's misfortune. But occasionally one may be forgiven for a slight twinge of satisfaction. I, it was tremendous that was great yeah the finale ends not in wayne manor it ends not in uh gardens uh office we are at the uh bernie parks artistic procurers where we started this whole series or this this double parter and the buyer bernie bernie parks is there again they're discussing art alfred has his paintings there <clears throat> and the proceeds are going to the Wayne Foundation Free Nursery School. I don't know what that is. I guarantee you it will never, ever be explained. Yes. Bernie, as he's there talking with them, he says, excuse me, I see a customer ripe for plucking. Uh, I, I mean, interested in buying. So this Bernie, he's a great like little side character, too. Yeah. This is the same guy that was flipped the, put on the different price yeah. On the last yeah. episode and raised the price yeah. $2,500. <clears throat> Gordon says, well, Gordon shows up. O'Hara's there. Says, Alfred, it's not everyone who can have his first efforts displayed at parks. And Alfred says, well, you know, 
you know, the Joker is in prison. Joker and his paintings are in prison. And my paintings are here at Parks. It's a rather nice turn of events. O'Hara is trying to be nice. He's like, oh, man, Alfred, your paintings are so good. And Alfred says, well, maybe maybe you should take one. And 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 O'Hara's like thinking, I don't want one of these pieces of crap. These look awful. <laughs> and O'Hara's like, I, I wish I could, but, you know, I, I can't afford that. <clears throat> and Alfred says, well, here, I'll just give you one for free. Very nice. And O'Hara looks despondent and just gives us a Mother McCree as the episode ends. This was one of the all-time best Batman episodes. Great, great episode. It was a oh. great episode. Yes, yes. And now finally, yeah. We get to we get to do what we've been waiting for. We get to rate baby Jane Towser. You have said very mean things about her. <laughs> Would you not agree? Go ahead. What do you rate? No, you, no, you go first. You, you've been. She's got no, a horse. No pun, no pun intended. And this yeah. is going to sound terrible. Yeah. You have been chomping at the bit. Yeah. <laughs> she Dude. is a horse face and she gets a minus one. Wow. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to do that. You may want to give her a poor rating. And I'll admit, she's not the most attractive woman ever on here. But even you have to admit this about this actress, okay? Will you ever forget Joker's accomplice, Joker's female muse that screamed nearly every single line in a manner so wooden, she may have been part oak. Will you ever? No, no, but that's her? not what we're ranking no, on. No, no, no. Will you ever no. forget her? No, you won't. Okay, no. I won't either. I thought this woman, the first episode, was annoying. I thought, why is she screaming every single line? I did not understand any of it, but the moment. She screamed, more chicken for the Joker's muse. I turned completely on her. I'm giving her a nine. Oh, I absolutely oh. love her. I absolutely love her. She's getting a nine. She's getting a nine. You just nine. lost all credibility. She's, She's just getting lost. a nine because you will never, you will never, ever forget all these others. They, they're very forgettable. They may be attractive. They may be whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You, She is absolutely unforgettable. Would you care to guess how old she was? Uh, <clears throat> 32. I have no idea how old she was because there is like zero Roughly. information on not. this woman anywhere on the internet with the exception of this. Two things that that I was able to gather. She was in a movie called The Jackals. She was in Batman. She was also in a 1971 movie called The Jesus Trip. When the police discover that their motorcycles are concealing heroin, Waco, who is one of the guys, and his motorcycle gang 
hide out in a desert coven. I have no further information on this woman, except allegedly, supposedly, she has an account on Twitter that it, she she is on Twitter. I have reached out to her, but I have gotten no no reply. What is her Twitter account? It's her, her name is Diana Iverson. So it's at Diana Iverson. I I don't know. I looked it up the other day. Unbelievable. Diana Iverson. Yes. So she, I'm, I'm sorry. She's, she's unforgettable. Oh my God. All right. Listen, RD speaking of unforgettable, what is happening at the arcade? <clears throat> oh man. We got, we got so much stuff going on there. We're, we're literally bringing in. Have you ever, um, have you ever played a bubble hockey machine? You ever seen one yes. of those? Yeah. Yes. yes. We're actually getting one of those. Oh, very nice. I yeah. Like the, the local casino is is donating one to us. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That should be pretty neat. That'll be in there. Uh, I don't know. Sometime within the next week. So <clears throat> we have that going on. Uh, I think we hit our three hundredth uh, birthday family. Crazy. Uh, so that was that was awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's been uh, very very positive uh, at Rupert's Kids Arcade. You can follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Rupert's Kids Arcade. And what about wrestling crap? What's going on at wrestling crap? <laughs> at wrestle, wrestling crap. Wrestle crap. Wrestle crap. Uh, this week I inducted a new match. Or excuse me. A, I inducted a WrestleMania match. Did you? I did. That I did not remember existed. It was Terry Runnels versus the cat. Oh. Stacy Carter, the cat. I don't yeah, know if yeah. you, she wouldn't have been around when you were around. Yeah, I worked with her. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't think the timing would have lined up for that. Yeah, it did. I worked with her. How was she to work great. with? Great. She never, never, never a problem with me. I mean, she was great to work with. How was Terry Runnels to work with? Mm, Terry, see, Terry always takes this wrong. And then, and then I get an email. Terry Runnels, she, she says, I say she was hard to work with. I don't say she was hard to work with. I say she was high maintenance. It's that's oh, two two totally different. <clears throat> I, I'm sure that I'm I'm sure a woman loves to hear either of those. Well, but I, I mean, I lo- I loved working with Terry. I did. I always, you know, I still, you know, kind of have a little relationship with her today. But uh, you know, she was, you know, high maintenance diva. She was a diva. My daughter's a diva, so that's not an insult. I see. Yeah, I always I always like watching old uh, NWA shows yeah. where she was like kind of sort of in the crowd or backstage, not like before she ever became Alexandra York. Yeah, <clears throat> every once in a while you would see <clears throat> this kind of attract you know attractive woman. I mean, she's a very attractive lady. Well, you know what she did before then, right? She was a makeup artist. Yeah, hair and makeup she was yeah. doing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So she was there and. Uh, yeah, I, I'll never forget. There was one, I think it was Lex Luger match where she just looked like she was. Yeah. She was enamored. Yeah. Shall we say? Yes. Yes. Hey, uh, RD, who's, who's the villain next week? The villain <clears throat> next week is Mr. Freeze. A different one though, right? It is a different one. Yeah. This is episode 59 coming up. Wow. Of season two. So next week, we are starting the final two-parter 
of season two. And then we go we only to have season two. two. Then, then we are going to, I think we're going <clears> to, <throat> I think before we start season three, we should take a break and do another one of our special episodes. Now, well, whether that would. You got something oh, in mind? I, we could do Batman 89. We could go back and we, ha- you know, we haven't watched that other half of the uh, oh, God, Legend of the bro. Superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to have to have a conversation off, uh, off the, air. There, there's, there is a uh, animated Batman 66 that we have never watched that yeah. we've had a lot of people asking, are we going to watch? So we have that. And then one thing for sure we will do. Before we start season three, we will watch the pilot episode for Batgirl. It's about a nine-minute episode. I don't know that it was ever aired. Well, okay, now that now that I'm interested in. Yeah, but I mean, we can't. Uh, we're going to do that. I don't think we can make a whole episode out of a nine-minute. Well, you never know. Yeah, we've done more yeah. with less. All right, listen, RD. Uh, we'll be back here next week with a new Mr. Freeze. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Nine, bro. You should be ashamed. You want to apologize for that now? Nine. Okay. Same bad channel. <laughs>